Hang on. How many monies does that you have to spend? That's like a thousand dollars. Neat! Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by just Caitlin this week. Hello! So we've finished reading The Great Hunt, which is book two of The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. So Helen's taking a break because we don't want to spoil her for the TV show. I've read all of The Wheel of Time, but Caitlin has only read the first two books. So this episode will contain spoilers for up to where Caitlin has read and also season one of the TV show on Prime Video. We're going to do things a little differently this time, so we won't be summarising the plot, and we're assuming everyone listening has read the book. If you haven't read it, turn this off and come back later when you've read it, because we don't want to spoil you. We want you to have the experience of reading it for yourself, and then you can come back and listen um, to our thoughts, or Caitlin's thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, because I'll ruin it for you with my head cannons. Yeah. (laughs) So we're probably going to jump around all over the place and who knows how long we'll talk for. So we might, this might split into multiple episodes. Hmm. We'll see what happens. Yes. So the great hunt, the first chapter or the prologue was the dark friend social. Do you even remember that Caitlin? Yeah, because it was the guy who wasn't the guy was strutting around being the guy who wasn't the guy. Um, the man called Bors. And I, it went on for too long. Yeah, okay. Sure. And you were like, man, you said the man who calls himself Bors, like, so many times. Yeah. It was every sentence. Like, it was like instead of using pronouns, it was the man who, the man calls, who calls himself, himself Bors. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> so is his name Bors or is it short for boring? <laughs> <laughs> what no, is happening do- here? We do learn that he's a white cloak. Yeah, but we knew the white cloaks were bad guys, anyways. Yeah, but are they except all for Daddy dark White friends? Cloak is just really like confused. So I think you're talking about Jeff from Bornhold, probably Daddy White Cloak, Daddy White grand- Cloak, grandfatherly. Yeah, he's described as. Yeah, we he- also saw at the Dark Friends Social. We also saw a Shinaran. I don't know what a Shinaran is anymore. So the Shinarans are from Faldara. So they're the group, Ingtar's group. He's like oh, yeah. That yeah. They travel with. So they're Shinarans. And I think when we read it, I was like, so there's a Shinaran. Who could that be? And you were like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, uh, yeah, I think I tried to sow the seeds I of, like, know, suspicions. Of I know who it is because you finished the book and I still don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. The seed of the thing is there. And if you're really into it, that would be really cool and interesting. But I think think that me calling um, uh, General What's-His-Face, who was just too into getting the horn, Mm -hmm. was based on character stuff rather than anything else in the story. Yeah. Um, we also saw like two Aes Sedai are at the Dark Friends Social too, and I don't think you had any guesses as to who they might be. Oh, it can't be Jawline because she's totally red herring. Leandrin. Yes. Yeah, so Leandrin's definitely not one of them. Maybe it's like a grey and a brown, just to be like really like throw everything out there. Yeah, so there's no red. No. Aja. Like the red Aja are just like, like uh, Daddy White Cloak. They're like, they've got a plan. It's bad, but they're trying to do it for best intentions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, so anyway, after the Dark Friend Social, we we go to Faldara, which is where we left off at the end of The Eye of the World, the first book. Um, yeah, and- when Rand speed ran the whole, I am the magic boy. <laughs> Yeah. And save the day. <laughs> so, Rand, I will not be used, Althor. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's his name for the whole book. Because yeah. I think I added in a lot of those, though. Like, I think it's only really the first third of the book that he's like, I will not be used. Yeah, but it's and, like, every other thought he has. Yeah. And he's later on, he doesn't actually think those specific words, but he does. Um, yeah, think about leaving the Aes Sedai and not being used by them. Yeah, I'm only doing this because of other reasons. It's not because I'm agreeing to do stuff for the Aes Sedai. just happens to be the thing the Aes Sedai wants. I won't be used. They've got me. Uh, so annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have at, at Faldara, we have our first Moraine point of view. Yay, Moraine! This is exciting. Yeah. Um, and this is when you were really looking forward to this when we get Swan and Moraine together in the same room. Yes. And then we got them and you were like, okay, so they're roommates? Yeah. They're totally <laughs> roommates in this novel. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than like an out gay couple, they're yeah. just roommates. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are planning to retire to a beautiful little stonework cottage with a lovely garden and, like, a nice river and, like, a dam for Swan to fish in, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. We also meet Varen. Oh, Varen. I didn't like Varen to start with. I got real bored with the dialogue of Varen. But then, mm-hmm. like, slowly I was like, oh, my God, she's just a really old female um ogier type person yeah. <laughs> without actually being an ogier and now i love her she's my favorite <laughs> i think um also i use the same voice for her that i use for loyal i just pitch it up higher you do that's probably <laughs> what it is so i was like oh my god yeah. this is so boy. it's the same thing that happened with loyal because i didn't like loyal at the when you first introduced him it took oh sorry i hit my mic Sorry, I didn't like a uh, lawyer when you first introduced him. It took yeah, right up until did. you liked him right at the it took from until the TV show. I did like him from the TV show, but I didn't love him. And okay. it took until you started saying Taviran <laughs> for me to be like, oh my god, this is the greatest person ever. And then he became young teen rebel Ogia boy, and I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Varen is she is in this book a whole lot more than Moraine is. Yeah, because there's only one Aes Sedai ever in a book. Yeah, one, one Aes Sedai allowed. Yeah, so she did the cameos. The um, baton handoff from Moraine point of view to Meron, Meron and now Meron Varen. is just, what? what the? <laughs> <laughs> there's too many names and they all have very similar sounds. <laughs> yeah. And now I've decided that of- Meron's there too. <laughs> Oh, gosh. There are plenty of M names. This is probably one of the only – there's very few V names, so you want to hold on to this as a V name. Yeah, never not doing it, though. Just saying. (laughs) S names, there's a whole bunch of S names, and they're all Aes Sedai, and there's a whole lot of M names that you're like, who are these people? Okay, how many L names are there? And I've already renamed every single one of them, haven't I? Yeah, oh, you've got kind of nicknames for most of them. Yeah. (laughs) Of the main characters, anyway. Yeah. Um. So Varen's cool. She's a brown Aja. She is actually really cool. Yeah. She's just... like that cool older aunt that totally knows that you're getting into shit and is like, you know, if like I'm not saying that I have 
like, I don't know, like condoms or something in my bag, but I wouldn't notice if someone went through it because I don't look there ever. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of like, I'm just going to let them fuck around and find out. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm here with a mm. nice cold glass of juice <laughs> and a Band-Aid. Yeah. When yep. they do find out and realise that, whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, the safe adult. <laughs> yeah. So part of what she does in Faldara is that she's there with another brown sister who I can't remember the name of, um, who we may or may not ever see again. <laughs> and um, when the Trollocs and Fane attack, or the Trollocs attack and they release Fane from the from the dungeons, there's mm. like all this stuff written in blood. There's like dark prophecies and stuff and Varen translates some of them so we get the prophecy of five ride forth and four return or something yeah and you said the five are obviously the Emmons field five yeah. yeah the kids so the three boys rand matt perrin and nine even egwene yeah. and the one who stays behind was Nynaeve. yeah because she's got to have her epic romance <laughs> Yeah, so she stays behind being queen of Malkir and having babies with Lan. Yeah. That was your that was your interpretation of the prophecy. I was like, okay. I mean, no, knowing the end of the story, I still stand by that. <laughs> I still fit. Maybe, maybe that will still happen. Yeah, it still fits. Yeah. It <laughs> still fits. <laughs> I, uh, so it might be one of those prophecies that actually it wasn't fulfilled. Or I guess but fulfilled a bunch of times. That's the thing about a really good prophecy is it can fit so many different things and it's mm-hmm. only in a hindsight when you're like, oh, that's what it was meaning. <laughs> yeah. um, we we do see a little bit more of Maureen and Land. They go to Adelius and Vandine's house. Oh, the cute little housemate couple. <laughs> They're sisters. They're not sisters, Emma. <laughs> I think that's a bunch of people's headcanons. Of like, they're totally not sisters. They've told everyone that they're sisters because they're just, like, female and white. But, mm-hmm. like, they're not sisters, Erin. Okay, so they're also roommates? <laughs> yes, they're also yeah. roommates. And they yeah. only have one bedroom because the other one is a library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so while we're there, we get a little bit of information. Moraine has organised for when she dies – her bond will tra- her bond to Lan will transfer automatically to a green sister called Myrell, mm, which was like kind of not great because he did it without any kind of communication to Lan and consent, and he's pissed off by that as he should be. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit icky, feckin' terrible. Yeah, it's a bit rude. Bit rude, um, <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, she does it from a place of misguided love because she's like, if I die, I know that you're going to go on a full-on rampage and then you'll die and that's not okay with anyone. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm giving you to this other person and she's holding you in a holding pattern until she finds someone she thinks is a better fit and then she's going to transfer you again, which is doubly insulting. Yeah. I think. Like a parcel to be. And I think he says that, like, he's just this, like, parcel to be passed around. Yeah, he's... Like I, I'm imagining low voice, extreme anger, very angry f- eyebrow face. Um, yeah. No yelling. Just, just yeah. really tense and about to go for a walk. Like I'm yeah. so angry, I need to go walk it off, and I will be back. And in he does. Hours. 
Yeah. He goes oh, good. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he leaves and he goes and does some training with um the the other water that's there. <laughs> I don't, can't remember who he belongs to. Um, but who who's going to end up with his bond? Nynaeve. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty obvious. And is Moraine going to die? No, she's going to do the spoopy magic thing and pretend she's dead. And in a days of our life twist, she's not actually dead. She's just in the retirement cottage with Swain. Okay. But somehow she's going to get that bond transferred even though she doesn't die? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Kind of like how in the show she's like, I don't have access to the source, so I'm like magically dead. Um, and he's mm. going to get he's going to get transferred in yeah, the show okay. that way. Yeah. Um. All right. So we've got Ingtar's hunt for the horn. So they're the Shinarans. So Ingtar is uh, in in command. And we learn that Rand is made second in command and Moraine sent him a little parcel of the dragon banner, which Rand freaks out about because he will not be used. <laughs> is this before or after the fancy clothes? After the fancy clothes. He gets the fancy clothes when they're still in Faldara. Yeah, and we spend way too long going on about how Rand is like, everyone has bathed together naked yeah. and they keep looking at me and I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cultural differences. And the really, really randy older ladies being like, you're going to get changed in front of us, love? <laughs> yeah. we got to take your small clothes too. Yep, we're going to take it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do kind of feel sorry for him because that's a cultural thing as well. That is totally like, he's a cultural brought thing. up of don't show your ankles and then he's in this different culture where they all bath together. In the bath, everything's free game. Yeah, but it's not matter. It's not a sexual thing. It's just a no. human thing. Whereas yeah, he's but been it makes brought him up uncomfortable. to make it sexual. Yeah, and it, I think it makes the other boys uncomfortable too. Yeah, but I think because he's a redhead, he blushes better. Yeah, yeah, he would. And so it's super obvious. Yeah, whereas I painting, I which think, I think is a bit that's a bit hard. Like the the women of Faldar are like making fun of him and making him blush. It's kind of it's it's not really. But it's like it's that kind of friendly teasing that can be taken really badly by someone who doesn't understand it's coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also something that if you're doing it to someone who's showing you that that's not fun. For them, then you should stop. You should stop. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I also think like Matt would he he doesn't enjoy it, but he would give back as good as he gets. So they would just stop teasing him about it. Yeah, and Perrin and would Matt just would... be like, "I am not in this bath." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perrin would just be so uncomfortable. Matt would pretend not to be. I yeah, think. he'd be like, "I'm looking at naked ladies." Yeah, like if they like made a joke at him, he would be like, "Boobs, boobs, 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 boobs." boobs. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally fine with this. Yeah. yeah, but but like kind of feeling a little uncomfortable. Oh yeah, and then like getting out of the bath later on and being like, I didn't know where to look. Apparently. What about the girls? What um what do you think Egwene would be like in the in the naked bath with everyone? I think that she would follow the lead of whichever female she was with. So if Nineen was like, okay, just let's just get clean, she'd be like, okay. <laughs> um. Uh, and Nynaeve would, she would barge in and go, oh, everyone's sharing a bath, fine, and then just, like, furiously wash herself. Yeah. <laughs> Nynaeve furiously doing things is kind of Nynaeve's brand. I know, it? and I love her. And, like, she's doing yeah. it the most efficient way so she can get in and get out. 
Mm. <laughs> There's no soaking with this girl. <laughs> yeah, and she'd probably be like muttering about it being indecent. Yeah, yeah, quietly time. to herself. like, And that they should be wearing good two rivers woolens in the bath. Yeah, or like <laughs> at least having like a sheet separating the two sides of the bath or something. Yeah. Um, yep. And then Lam would walk in and she would be like, I have feelings about this. <laughs> and and then, then like being like, I have to leave straight away instead of like, I'm going to linger. Like she's like, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> i got to go. This isn't proper. It's not proper. It's not proper. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. He's so tall. <laughs> mm. um, this is my favourite ship and it. Barely anything happens in this book. <laughs> so annoying. So so back to Intar's hunt. So we they're there with like a whole bunch of Shinarans. I can't remember how many are sent off with them. So they're hunting the horn because Fane's run off with it. Yep. Um, and with some dark friends and Trollocs. Mm. And the only Shinarans that we meet by name are Intar, Uno, and Masima. Is her not a Shinaran? Yeah, he's a, he's the sniffer. We also meet Huron. Yeah. Yeah, he, don't forget yeah. Huron. And you you quite like Huron. He's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> he has a wife and, like, I'm imagining at least three kids and he mm-hmm. is just this genuine sweet boy out in the world doing a job that, like, is awful. Like, if you think about it, he can only smell violence. Well, he can smell other things, but he can really smell violence. Yeah, yeah. So obviously he can smell like a yeah, really Yeah, so good, when, he, when you know. he goes to the steading, he's like, oh, my goodness, I didn't know that a place could smell this good. Yeah, it smells like chocolate. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a, a Shanta World <laughs> reference. <laughs> oh, my God, the steading is Shanta World. Yeah. <laughs> the steading is Shanta World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's happy. And sparkles, and they and everything is slightly soft from the hooves, yeah, <laughs> and weird shapes and stuff. And they do yep. different magic there. I do also like with Huron that, like, so he kind of idolizes Rand. He kind of latches onto him being a lord, and that's mm. to do with his name. So the owl at the start of his name, which probably is like one of those son of prefixes, yeah, in the two rivers, is actually like means lord. Up yeah, in so China, like in the Rand Thor is like Rand Lord of Thor. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Rand Lord Thor. Yeah. Um, so the, so the Shinarans are all like, well, he must be a lord. And he's like, I'm not a lord. But Huron kind of latches onto that, which is kind of fair enough. And but then also gets that more was... and more idolizing him. And then he's like getting really bad, especially when they get to Kyrie Yen and there's all that like, the great game and he wants to he wants to show everyone that they can act properly too. Yeah. And then they go when they go to Barthanus's manor and he's with the other servants, he's like, they're all assholes. Yeah, they don't even do it right. <laughs> like why yeah, why was I sell why was I showing them how good we can do this? They're yeah. all, they're so bad at their jobs. They're just they're, pretending. Yeah. They sell information and this and that. Yeah, so he's really disillusioned yeah. by it. But he's really sweet like because he's laugh. like, there's a point where it's just him, Rand and Loyal, and he goes, I need a leader. I have a lord. There's my leader. And then Rand just like consistently pulls through. So that's like why. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is a good choice. I've chosen a good leader. Yeah. I'm Rand doing really recognizes well. that. He's like, this is what Huron needs a leader. Yeah. Which is a and, sign of a good leader. Yeah. There's no one else Point here. Point for so Rand. Better do it. 
Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> grudging point. Grudging point. <laughs> um but like it's purely because also in that that sort of dynamic, Huron is able to voice his thoughts too. So he can say to Rand I think this is a good idea. I think this is a bad idea, but mm. I'm not going to make the decision. I'm going to yeah. let you do it. And then the responsibility of the decision is still on Ram, but he gets to have that feedback point, which I really respect in my like leaders in my, mm. my real world job. Yeah, you want that kind of collaboration. Like People have yeah. got information and, and the leaders don't need to know everything and do everything. They need to yeah. know how to use their team well. Yeah, and Special Boy plot armoured himself into being a good manager. <laughs> He's a good manager. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, speaking of Huron, Huron's one of the three that end up in the random portal stone world. So they go to sleep uh, at this stone in this kind of dip area. <laughs> Isn't, um, where's my gear friend? What's his name? Loyal. Loyal. Loyal sitting on a rock reading a book because he's always yeah. reading a book. And he's a little bit away from the rest of the camp and then uh, Rand does a little tantrum and goes over there and then Huron's like, oh, hello, like just on the other side of Loyal, (laughs) just being real cute. Can I come sleep with you? Because just beforehand, this Mm. is I think when Rand had just been given the um, banner. Yeah, and he got told he was made second. Yeah, so he's got told he made second. He gets given the banner, which he, like, unwraps away from everyone, but Matt and Perrin find him and he'd been mean to them to try and get rid of them for their <laughs> safety. I don't love you. Go away. Go be free in the forest. Ugh. Yeah. Which is kind oh. of like people can make their own decisions as to whether they want That's to stay true. with That's true. This is why Special Boy channeler. sucks. Yeah. Um, but he, he does. He is trying to, like, get people away from them by being rude to them. We, speak, we skip the whole, um, I'm in the castle. I need to escape the castle. I'm not doing a good job of this. Let me go through every single part of the castle I can possibly go through. Oh, it turns out I could have left the easy way in the first place. Saga of Rand before he met um, a queen mummy. The Amelin. The Amelin, yeah. Yeah. He tries to leave, but the gates are locked and the orders came down. But then later it was like, but there was no order. Yeah, where did that come from? Um, So, yeah, where did it come from? uh, From what's his face? He turns out to be a bad guy. Ingtar? Yeah. Okay, so Ingtar sent the order down, said it came from Lord Agomar. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then later it was like there was no such order. Okay, to yeah. keep him there. Yeah. Because okay. that that whole palaver was when uh, they were preparing to escape crazy yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, to get Fane out. <laughs> Fane, part yeah. Of that, part of that plot. Yeah, who's gone full full evil Super Saiyan. It's yeah. really good. Um. And then they're on the hunt for the horn and you're in super cute next to Loyal just being like, mm. hi, we're having a sleep over here. You can join us. This is cool. Yeah. And then they- Matt and, pa- and Matt and Perrin had just learned. So Rand finally tells them that he can channel and that's why he was being so rude. Yeah. And Matt's like, I don't want to be anywhere near you because you're a dangerous ticking time bomb. Fair enough. And Perrin kind of goes, okay. Yeah, because like Perrin kind of I'm gets the because you were rude. Well, yeah. So Perrin's gone, and he's he's done a similar path where he's found out he has a skill that is not seen as a good yeah. thing by so this is the his wolf, society. The wolf communication. Yeah, 
Yeah, so he's, he's got still a grappling with that. He's got a secret. Yeah. He's still grappling with that. And he does, in one of his point of views, he's kind of like, I should have shared, like Rand shared with me his secret. Like this is a perfect point I could have shared and, and yeah, had I that. I should have shared mine, like I could have done that, but then he's like, no, no, I couldn't. Because in yeah, and that makes sense. mind, his secret is just as bad and earth-shattering as Rand's. Which it probably is for two rivers folks. Um, and like Matt's thing, because he's got a magic thing too, is something that's been done to him. It's not part of him. Mm. Um, we don't really, we don't get a Matt point of view. Yeah, I know. But like when you're looking at the three boys with the magic that's going on mm. that we know of right now thus far, mm. we've got special boy with special boy powers. We've got sweet baby parent who's got wolf powers and is like, but I'm sweet baby parent. I can't do violence, but also wolves are fucking cool. And um, dealing with that. It's and then unnatural. you've got. It's unnatural. And then you've got Matt, who, as far as we know, massive caveats, because he's obviously got more going on. Um, he's just this like spunky little kid who's very irresponsible and has had this evil magic attached to him by virtue of the dagger. Yeah. So everyone knows what's going on with Matt. This has mm. been done to him. Um, no one knows. Everyone does know. I think only like the people who need to know know. But like he has not kind of a shameful thing. It's like yeah, yeah, it's like we've got this thing, and we need to find the dagger so that Matt can be cured or healed. Yeah, and no one knows about Perrin, but Varen has definitely. Oh my god, that's why I don't remember that name. Perrin and Varen. Oh Oh, yeah, so they rhyme. Yeah, so Varen has worked it out. But she's very cool. And so been yeah. like, meh, like whatever, mm-hmm. let me know when you need to chat. And um, Aaron tells Ingtar that he's a he becomes the news. No, he tells Ingtar that he can talk to the wolves. Yeah, that's but how he, he pretends to be the sniffer. Ingtar says, we can't tell the men that, so let's just tell them that you're a sniffer too. Yeah, so the first, the first time know. he reaches out to a person that he respects to say this is what's going on and not someone that's already guessed what's up they say hide this which yeah. is super bad mm. it just reinforces it yeah it's something something new and strange that, that people don't know about so it's new and strange automatic, but also incredibly it's incredibly suspicious yeah and, and yeah, met with suspicion the state of the world as it currently is it's not a good idea to be different at all mm. so he's got that going on and when special boy is being a dick um, and then, like, his apology was, like, it wasn't a good apology. It did no, sort it of. was kind of like, well, I was doing this because of this, but yeah. it doesn't matter now because now we have to find the dagger. Like, whatever, it's fine. I'm here to help you, not because I want to be here. And it's like, um, mm. Rand, you're and, a bad and friend. They, <laughs> and they do kind of accept his apology. They kind of go, okay. But I have a lot to think about. I need to go over Yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. So they're off they go. So Rand's like, I have no friends. So he goes and sits with Loyal and Huron. And like, Will you be my friends? And they're like, sure. Yeah. Loyal's really cute. Loyal is very loyal. Uh, all the way. He's always like, are we, are, we, are we still friends? Like he says that quite a lot. He's like, I just want, like, we're, we're still friends. And Rand's like, of course we are. And Loyal's like, yay. Which is really sweet. But I think actually Loyal's probably one of the best communicators. He is so clear about where he is and what he's thinking and what he's yeah. doing. The only time he tries to hide anything is when they're 
going to the steading and he's like yeah. I don't want to go and they're I like but we're going he's like but I don't want to and they like but we're going he's like okay here's why I don't want to <laughs> He, and he, he doesn't put it, he kind of goes, I, I would rather not, and mm. then just shrinks in on himself. Which is fine. Because a, um, a normal person would see that and go, we need to check in with Loyal and we need to unpack what's going on there because it's really important. He doesn't normally act this way. But they were like, nope, got to war, got to go do the thing. Yeah, and they, they do a little bit. They're like, what's the matter? And he's like, they might, I might get stuck. They might marry me off. Oh, no, that's the second part. The first part is he's like, yeah, so I left without permission and they might be real mad and let my steading know that I'm there. And then after all the ladies are like eyebrowing him real serious like and he's like, oh, she's attractive, okay. Um, He's like, I can't go to that meeting because they have the power to decide to marry me off or hold me there until my mum gets there to marry me off. And I don't want to do that. So Rand does advocate for him. He's like, no, you can stay here, Loyal. And then when they're in the meeting, he's like, Loyal needs to come with us. Yeah, he's he's important. (laughs) Yeah. And the boys do step up. So Matt and Mm. um, Perrin try to. Yeah, they support. Yeah. Yeah, they support the argument. Yeah, badly, but they try. Yeah. We are jumping around so much. (laughs) Yeah, I knew this would happen. We're going to take a short break now. We'll be back soon with more of The Great Hunt. Um, So I'm going to talk about the Portal Stone world. And there we meet... Celine. She's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> so Celine, whose name is she's a witch. Yeah. Because her name's not Celine. Like, it's for sure yeah. not Celine. Yeah. <laughs> so I think straight away you were like, something's up with this chick. Yeah, she's too um, creepy and they are too enamored. She's a magic lady. And I think I like like I asked where she was from and and you had a little bit of like she's from the Age of Legends. She's been time traveling through the Portal Stone world. Yeah, like she knows then, too much about things that she can't possibly know about. Yeah, if she wasn't around in the before times when it was a normal thing. Yeah, and then we do we do discover that she is Lanfear, who's one of the Forsaken. So she was she in- was a witch. <laughs> yeah, is a witch. So she does have the power, um, which does can use the one power, can channel the one power. Um, she's a bad guy yeah so she was locked in with the dark one in the boar sealed in the boar yeah so that's where she's been <laughs> over the time um and and we meet the grom as well the like monsters with three eyes the like frog monsters i think that like i just can't visualize clearly what they are like i know they're like this yeah me neither spooky <laughs> alien evil bad guy thing but i'm just like Okay, it's it's a bad dragon. <laughs> what it is? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're like they're monsters that they've not seen. They're kind of scaly and green. They're like they're like frog skin or toad skin. Yeah, which makes me think like that, that they should. Be I always a think it's bit, kind of leathery, but like a little bit slimy too, because like yeah, and I always imagine like a really dark olive green. But then, how would they be ridden? Because if they're all like squeegee, they're not ridden. Oh. I thought the bad guys from across the ocean, the Sean Chan, they yeah. ride 
other things. <laughs> so they've got a whole collection. They, so the girl like was just these, there. Just yeah, being and like, they kind of her. Yeah. So where did Celine bring the Grom with her, or were they there in the portal world? Yes. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and she's all. Now I think because Rand often makes so she kind of twists all three of the boys around her little finger. The three boys are loyal Huron and Rand. Yeah. And they all are, like, really, really taken with her. Um, do you think she's using the power on them? Yeah. She's doing the glamour. Yeah. Because she's a witch. Yes. <laughs> and I think it's something to do with the perfume because Rand often, when he's all, like, intoxicated by her, he always, like, sort of mentions that he can smell her perfume. Yeah. It's a combo mm. action, I reckon. Mm. So, like, she's doing a magic on her to make her look pretty because people still think she's pretty even when, like, they're in a I think space she's the most beautiful woman they've ever seen. But they can, like, tell that she's, like, pulling a nasty face and things like that. And she uh, dips out once there's, like, more than five people around. So Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah she just, like, sort of pops in and out all over the place. Yeah, being um, real creepy. <laughs> yeah. So we, we also get a Perrin point of view. So Yay. this is when he reveals to Ingtar that he can speak to wolves. Yeah. But we also meet uh, Urien from Perrin's point of view, I who is the you. first Aiel that we meet. So he's the Aiel oh. that turns up. They're in the mountains, the spine of the world. And, yeah, and he's just there and just being like, hi, kill me. He pops up. <laughs> yeah. And, all and yeah, do you want to dance the spears? Yeah. And Varen's like, ooh. An Aiel. Yeah, let that me I can learn talk from you. to. Yeah, yeah, I need to like, I need to just, we just need to have a chat. Let me get the tea. And the Aiel's like, and then you'll murder me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, what? Yeah. Because like, mm, so they have sort of- Aes Sedai, but they're not Aes Sedai. They're they have different. wise ones. So yeah. he mentioned that he recognizes Varen because she looks like. The Aiel wise ones. Yeah, because they all have like, Botox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ageless face. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, and Varen's like, mm, these wise ones. Yeah. What about them? We're going to be best friends, you and me, and then you're going to take me home and introduce me to these wise ones. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. write a novel. It's going to be an amazing book. Yeah. <laughs> Research breakthrough. It's going to yeah. be amazing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> and so we learn a little bit about the IEL. Um, It's all a little bit vague, though. So they failed the Aes Sedai, and so that's why he's so willing for Varen to kill him for not being able to answer the questions she asks. Because they have secrets. So he mentions Ruidian and the uh, Gen Aiel, the 13th clan that can't be talked about. And he also mentions that they're looking for someone, he who comes with the dawn. What do the wolves call Ran? Shadow killer? I mean, the two very flowery ways of saying this. Yeah. Uh, the wolves call Ran that because he... Um, Killed a bunch of Trollocs, and they're like, "This dude, we like him." Yeah, because wolves don't like Trollocs. No, they're um, prejudiced. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, Matt and Perrin immediately are like, "Or oh, obviously they're looking for Rand." Mm, Rand's this dude they're looking for because he's the special boy. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Like it, it almost went meta. 
<laughs> with Perrin and Matt understanding my point of view. <laughs> yeah, Rand is special boy. So obviously this is, yeah, the eye you're looking for him. And also Rand looks like the splitting image of an eye which we heard all the way through the first book. Everyone's like. But now we've actually seen an eye in the book. Yeah, and it's like now they do. And so more people. And that's why Masima doesn't like Rand because he's like, he looks like a fucking eye And, and I they don't had like a big war. Masima's got PTSD from the big war they had mm. with the Aeels. Yep, so there was an Aeel war 20 years previously. So oh, my God. Warriors could it have, have been around the time that Ran was born? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Could, could it have had something to do with the fact that his mummy was pregnant with him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I wonder. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and I think when I think we got here and then you started going off on your, your shipping adventure. So we were talking about Urin and I don't know why, but I immediately decided at the end of that chapter – that Perrin and Gawain are going to meet and they're going to be the most adorable gay couple in the world. Perrin and Garwin. What did I say? Gawain. Which is... Is that sexy boy? No, Gawain is from like the Arthurian legends. Okay, so Gawain is Gawain. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of that Arthurian yeah. myth kind of woven in. Like, yeah. There's a lot of, of that. Yeah. So, yeah, so Garwin is... Um, the Prince. younger brother, he's Elaine's full brother. Yeah, and um, and he he's and gonna he was marry, kind of friends with Rand. Yeah, he's friends with Rand. He's gonna marry um, Egwene, uh, but it's not gonna be a real marriage. It's gonna be a beard marriage. And then Perrin and Gawain are gonna be real married. And yeah, didn't you say that um, Perrin's gonna be bonded to Egwene? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's 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 gonna be there, being like my two best friends are in love, and I get to help them. Yeah, and I think you said that Perrin and Garwin are both Patrick from Schitt's Creek. They totally are Patrick from Schitt's Creek. <laughs> so mm. they're like they're very aware of who they are in themselves, and they're okay with that. But like they want things that are a bit outside their comfort zone, and so they get like really adorable and awkward when they're like trying mm. to express that. And like Perrin and Gawain meeting each other. And like being like, oh, I like you, but I can't tell you that I like you just yet because I don't know how to say that. Is that even a oh, thing? So they'll be like a big will they, won't they? Oh, yeah. And it'll be like, it'll be something like Nani being like, oh my God, can you please just go into a room yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> talk to each other? And Egwene yeah. being like, I put roses on the bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> she ships them straight away. Yeah. <laughs> and she like becomes Gawain's wife fully like shipping the whole time being like I'm gonna marry you so that this can happen <laughs> uh-huh. and you also still are shipping Galad and Rand yeah the prettiest boy in the world and special boy it's a match made in heaven yeah and that they have a relationship but I think you were you were saying that they like get together but then Rand has all these toxic behaviors, and then they end up separating. Yes, because Galad's like, I can't. You need to. Sh- you need to sort your shit out, and, and yeah, I because Galad is a there is a right and there is a wrong, and Rand keeps doing wrongs, um, and just like plot armors his way into it being a right, and eventually Galad's just like, I cannot handle this. You are not a good person. I love you, but I can't be with you. And then Rand gets on a boat with a baby because he's going to get a baby at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucks off out of there for like six chapters. 
and then gets drawn back into it even though he'll not be used. I think he I think you decided that Rand's gonna end up going to Sean Chan. Or it might be called Sean Da. The place where the Sean Chan come from. Oh, the across the sea place? Yeah, of course. Yeah. They're all going. So, it's gonna be a cruise ship. Yeah, everyone's yeah, we're gonna everyone's going on the road trip to yeah. Sean Da. Sean Chan. Whatever yeah. it's called, can't remember. <laughs> that yeah. place that the bad guys came from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. So and then I've got in my notes Day. Because he looked at the shiny thing, got real confused, and then yelled about it. Yeah, so there's this big statue holding a big globe when they're on their way to Kyrian that's being dug up. And we do learn that it's like an object of the power. So Varen says it's like a big, angriol, and that one's for men, for the manpower. Mm. And Rand gets kind of mesmerized by it and like the void that's got um Sidine in it like takes him over and he's like doing all this stuff is happening and Celine actually gets really really worried she's like dude I'll stay because she's like I don't want to stay in an inn let's keep camping and yeah and, and then she's like we'll, we'll go on to stay in an inn I'll, I'll do what, whatever you want yeah. you have to like I have hitched my harness to you and yeah. you are doing something that's not okay or healthy. Mm. So let's really, get so, you out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Which so is like standing on the edge of this cliff looking at this thing and all this stuff is happening and then he yells out, Day! Yeah. Celine and Loyal and Huron are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what, what doing? You okay? Yeah. And like yeah. I'm imagining like Loyal being like, I need a book <laughs> to work yeah. out how to how to like at least put a plaster on this. Yeah. <laughs> and like Huron's got the beautiful little concerned puppy eyes of like, I'll go get you water. <laughs> I'll go yeah. get you dinner. I'll go my get lord. you a blanket. Do you need something, my lord? I'll I look will, after you, my lord. Yeah. Can I fetch you something? Like, what can mm. I do? <laughs> Give me a it's task. One things, <laughs> it's one of those moments that's like quite serious, but then if you like look at it from the outside, it's it would be funny. so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just, just standing there just staring. Staring like, on his horse still. Yeah. And the horse is like, I'm not going any further forward. And <laughs> then he just yells out, day. Yeah, whereas Celine yeah. would know what's going on because she understands yeah. what that thing is. Also, mm. I have a question, Erin. Mm-hmm. So far we've found out about the big shiny pond, which is Sidin. That was in the eye of the world. It was the eye of the world. We so found- that was a purified, purified Sidin, yeah. so it didn't have the taint on it. There's the... We could call big ass giant statue situation, and it sounds mm-hmm. like there's like multiple giant situations that are all boy giant situations. No, Where's the another, lady power? The other there's another big statue on an island called Tremalking, and that's the lady one. Okay, where's the lady pond? There doesn't need to be a lady pond because the la- lady power the balance, Aaron, the <laughs> balance of the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so the purpose for making the Eye of the World pool was because the one power, the male half of the one power had been tainted, so the men were going mad. Mm. And so this pool of power was used and these um, Aes Sedai from the Age of Legends like sacrificed themselves to make it, to remove the taint from it. But then it got tainted anyway. It didn't. It got used up. So Rand used it up at the end of the book when he was like, he ended up in the in the pass and flattened the Trolloc army, and then he like climbed some stairs and. Found Is this the, the part that I got really confused about? Who yeah, had the it's really gross weird. umbilical cord and who had the gold yeah, one? Yeah, so okay. um, 
he fought Agenor, who was who was using power from the eye, mm. and Ram was like, eh, and like took it, and then Agenor was like, no, it's mine, and burned himself out mm. by drawing too much of it, mm. and Ram took the rest of it. Okay. So it ended up empty, and that's how they found the horn and the dragon banner okay. and the seal from the Dark One's prison okay. in the bottom of the pool. So that's gone. All right. So now the only sidene available is the tainted stuff. Ew. And it's all yeah. like sticky. Yeah. So Rand, when he talks about that it's waiting there in the void and it's like really delicious, but also it's icky. Mm. Yeah. So that's kind of his experience with the power. Yeah. Do you think it's like delicious in like a Moorish way or just like it's super tasty and then you take a bite and go, I've had enough? No, I think it's like drugs, like it makes them feel. And the girls kind of, or Egwene describes that as well, that she she can't stop touching it. She just wants to be touching the power all the time and using the power all the time because it just feels so good. And when she lets go, the world seems a little bit grey. But that's not not a tainted magic. No, that's just the... The That's regular just the power. So, yeah. so is the power a drug and the taint on the power more drug? <laughs> so the taint on the power is like it's described as like an oil slick. Yeah. So in order to touch the power, they have to reach through this icky and there's no, stuff. Like, easy way to wipe that off. It's yeah, so and then there. they can yeah, and then they can access the power, which feels amazing. But they have to. They also have this icky feeling as well. That makes them feel a little bit ill and eventually they'll go mad. That's gross. I'm sad yeah. for the boys. Yeah, it is. It's really, it's, yeah, it's really Also, sad. what about all the trans people in the world? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, stupid binary magical world. Hmm. Anyway. Yep, it's written as, it's written as binary. We'll see what happens in the TV show. There's a lot of discussion about the whole binary thing. That'd be really cool to Mm -hmm. have. And how, and there are, I've I've listened to some podcasts and some discussions about how you could slot in that kind of representation in the world as it is. Yeah. And it's it's quite difficult just because of how the world's been written. You'd have to rewrite some things and and what about non-binary people? Because like a trans person... Like it would kind of be a bit easier because it's just like this female presenting person, oh, they can channel uh, the sidene, the the male half of the power. So that's like kind of gender affirming. Yeah. Like I can imagine that would be like a really awesome like fan fiction or short story. But someone who's non-binary, what would they channel? Would they channel both or like just sometimes one and sometimes the other? What if like that's gen- where the what real. If, what if the non-binaries are just people who don't channel? <laughs> mm. They're the they cool people with magic like people. No, they have other magic. Okay. Yeah, maybe Perrin's non-binary. Yeah, so he can do things like talk to wolves. Mm. Maybe like Min's powers. How she can Min feels female. She's a she's a tomboy. Yeah, but she's not like a tomboy tomboy. I think she's just someone who knows who she is yeah and I goes like by her. she her but like just does the stuff that she likes doing mm-hmm. I think I think Min could be non-binary no I think she's very she's very aware that she's a girl but she just doesn't like wearing dresses mm. I think she could also be bi she yeah like I think I don't yeah 
Anyway, we, we <laughs> learn more about men as we go through as we go through the series anyway. Yeah. Um, so they arrive in Kyrie Ann. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're still with like Rand. Yeah. Um, Rand will not play the game, the Days de Mar. And by doing um, so, he's playing the stupid game. Playing it really well by accident. Yeah, because he's got Tom's the- alive. We see Tom. Yeah, doy. Tom never died. Yeah. <laughs> and he's is. got a girlfriend and yeah. she's real cute. <laughs> and she gets fridged. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bit mad yeah. about that. So Tom's all like, no, nah, I'm good. He doesn't go. I think he had decided that Tom would meet up with Rand and crew on their way to the steading and end up that way. Yeah, um, like so he, he's got a crazy gig where he's like hired by all the nobles to go do circuses for everyone mm-hmm. and consistent income, can afford a nice room at the inn and his girlfriend thinks he's great um, and has these big plans of like we're going to go travelling. He's like, yeah, but you could be a court bard. That's like a much better job. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, nah, but travel. And then he's like slowly letting her wear him down and then he comes back from performing one night where he's kept long past his clock off time um, and gets a fairly good overtime purse on it. And but, he's has the thought, tonight's the night yeah. I'll let Dina perform for the first time. Yeah, I'll tell her tonight. So sad. Yeah. And he walks in, she's lying on the bed, and he's like, yep, I'm going to wake her up and tell her she's going to be so happy. And she was dead. Yeah, it's pretty devastating. And then her, his real good friend. You were so friend. upset and you were really angry too. You I'm were like, furious. Because no. mm. Tom deserves better. Um, yeah. And the writing was bad <laughs> for that section. <laughs> I didn't like it. But we did get a little bit of Tom um, and Tom's friend, the innkeeper, mm. and she's like, don't do anything stupid. And he's like, I'm going to do something stupid. And she's like, don't yeah. do anything stupid. So we learned from the innkeeper that Barthanus has been found, like, pulled to pieces. Like, was that the king horrific. or the king's second? That's the king's second. That's the party they went to. So he was the dark friend. Yeah, and he was all like, i got to give Rand a message, a message and I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it now Cause because reasons. Because Taviran. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's been... He's been ripped apart, ripped yep. to shreds. Who killed him? Fane. But Fane had already gone. Nah, Fane did it. <laughs> Fane did it. With his magic. And <laughs> and then we later learn from Elaine in the White Tower that um, the King Galdrian is dead also. Yeah, they all got deaded. They all got pulled to dead. Who killed Galdrian? Fane. <laughs> no, I think the implication is that Tom did it. Yeah, probably. As revenge. I don't want Tom to be revenge boy. I want Tom to be on a dark quest um, going to do revenge and then just finding everyone dead before he gets there. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, dang it. And getting, like, more and more me. angry, frustrated, and he, and yeah. he, like, takes it out and, like, writes it into this, like, epic saga novel. Yeah. <laughs> musical situation. Yeah. A and musical. Yeah, a it's musical. a musical. Um, and then like it's amazing as a musical. He like pulls up at like taverns and they're like, oh mm-hmm. a gleeman, perform for us. And he just like rage heavy metal sings <laughs> this angry saga that doesn't have a conclusion yet. And everyone goes, <laughs> I don't I I don't know if I liked it, but yeah. I'm I want to give you money. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what Tom's doing at the moment because we don't see him anymore in this yeah. book. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's still alive and he's going to stay alive forever. Yeah. Is he going to, are we going to see him again next book? Maybe. Or book after? Well, it depends. When are they going to go across the ocean? His he goes across the ocean with them? Yeah. Because okay. how else is he going to write his rage novel saga? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's part of his rage novel saga. Yeah. And he, he doesn't get seasick, but he gets mad at other people getting mm-hmm. seasick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so the band gets back together, so Ingtar catches up with them. So Rand had the horn in the inn, and then just before everyone else arrives... He gets yoinked. And Urinel died. Yeah. He got bonked on the head, and then they set his room on fire, and he's on the and floor. And Loyal's books burned. No, because Loyal shows that he's the best friend ever. He goes mm. after Rand into the fire to get Hurin. Realizes Huron's knocked out and so can't run out, and he He's goes, like, "I will carry Huron. I let the books burn. Let the books yeah. burn because Huron is more important. Because yeah. Loyal is the bestest person. He is. And Rand rescues the dragon banner. Yeah, because he's the most person. <laughs> yeah. And like, um, yes, it does have plot-driven need, but like, mm. so they go to the party at Barthanis's manor. Yep, and. Um, no, they saw they saw Varen and Varen's like we're going to the party, <laughs> and, and they just happen to have these invitations already. And Varen's like not playing the game. No, I don't wanna. And Varen's like we're going to the party, and he's like, but yeah. I don't wanna. I didn't play the game. And she's like, you did. We're going to the party, and then they go to the party. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets like um, accosted by all these thirsty housewives. <laughs> oh, they're so evil thirsty. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, my husband's not home. You should come visit. He's like, and they're like, and then he, super wide skirts blocking his exits. Yeah, <laughs> the ones that you can like hide a TV underneath, <laughs> like rectangle ones, and like and like a um, lace and the white wigs. I always like sort of imagine them as the French court, Sun King, yeah. French court type. type. Yeah. yeah, and um, so much cleavage, he, so much dress. He, he escapes by finding Tom, and Tom's like, hmm. Yeah, Rand's like, I don't understand why they keep inviting me over and saying that their husband's not home. And Tom's like, mm, yes, they would give you an education that yeah. every young man should need. I like Tom because I, I feel like he's calling Rand out here being like, you're a fucking idiot because I know you know what's going on here. You're just pretending mm. like you don't. <laughs> mm. Also, could be a good time for you. Just pointing that out. You yeah. might learn something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, um, so they can't they can't go through the way gate because Matchin Shin's waiting for them. Yeah, being all um, gross and creepy. Yeah, they make a plan to go to the ne- the nearest steading to go through their way gate, and that's when we get anxious loyal. <laughs> and he he we meet Aerith, who's the young lady Ogier, and she gives the him a flower, sexy sweet one. That, and yeah, like, yeah, oh, and she's Lord's quite like, attractive. Yeah, isn't she attractive? Matt's and Matt's like, like <laughs> and then being an absolute king goes, I didn't mean it like that, loyal. She's obviously a very attractive girl. I personally do not. Yeah, she's not my type. Not my type, but I can <laughs> see that she's quite attractive. And then loyal's yeah. like, yeah. yes, she is. And then he very carefully <laughs> takes the little flower and puts it in one of his books. <laughs> yeah, he presses it in, which is really cute. And like all the lady ogiers were like checking him out the mm. whole time. And he's like, doo, 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 la, 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 la. He's like, I don't see you. I don't see you. I don't see you. I'm, I'm staying inside over here reading my book. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, very... and one of them says, Is it the girl, the pretty girl who's like, oh, over at. Um, 
setting Shantai. They have a tree singer, but we have yeah. two. But he seems like like a really talented tree singer. And Loyal's like, oh, that's me. That's right about me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's very, it's very sweet. And he doesn't want um, to tell her because then they'll have to get married. <laughs> but he's like, yeah. it wouldn't actually be that bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he going to get married? Eventually, it's look. It's a very binary book. Everyone gets married in the end if they don't. Die. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then we discover that we can't use the way gate at that stating because Matt Chin Chin is also waiting there, and so they use a portal stone instead, which is conveniently located just outside the setting. Yeah. We're like, here it is. <laughs> and they Rand leave the, the setting, and they step out outside, and Rand's like, "Oh, it feels different. Oh, it's because I can feel the the one power." And Huron's like, "Everything smells bad again." Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're and he should retire to a steading. Oh, how cute would he be being like mm. the because in my head he's like four foot eight, like he's very tall, <laughs> small fella, but like his little family are also little, and so they'll so be he's with like an actual hobbit in like hobbit an actual, camp. yeah, that, that's what's in my head. He's little hobbit and he's got a little hobbit family, and he just hangs out with the Ogiers and they find him Ogier who have like giant hobbit holes that yes. they live in yeah exactly <laughs> they make him a little one they make him a little one but they get all the proportions slightly wrong and he's like that's okay and like just whittles like really adorable carvings into it to make it more like feasible for humans and and just like lives there having a really nice time and like anytime someone comes in and is like what is this human doing here all the Ogiers are like don't touch our human <laughs> Leave yeah. his family alone. He's They're adorable. Human. We love yeah. him. Um, um, he's so hasty. So, yeah. <laughs> Look at him go. He's, he's so fast. He's a little hasty human. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Rand has to use the power to use the portal stone. Varen kind of, Pretends. I love her like magic yeah. show. So she's like, I'm going to use the portal stone now and like throws back her cloak and her hands up and is like, okay, Rand, go. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah, they're looking at me. We're doing misdirect here. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and it like, wasn't oh, no. I'm going to use the portal stone. It's that um, she's like made just a statement of, in general of the portal stone. Everyone will be get used. ready. Yeah, yeah, everyone get ready. So yeah. she's never she's still not lying. And she says like she calls Rand over by saying, "You've used a portal stone more recently than I." Yeah, come look at the markings. Come and, come and have a look. Yeah. Um, and and Rand's like, "Oh, you so you have you you know how to do it? You can do it." And she's like. I've never used a portal stone. Yeah, therefore you. Therefore definitely, you've used it more yeah. recently than I. That's yeah. the whole like I said I lying thing. <laughs> but I like that she explains how it works. Mm. Like she's she's she knows some stuff about it. Yeah, but she's no no the I said I lying thing. She explains how the yeah. portal stone works, and she like it's a stargate. It's what it is. Um, but she spells out to him how this is how I didn't lie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. This is how I phrased it. Do you yeah. hear how that is different to what you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. Um, which means that later on when he's doing his, I'm a special boy, you can't manipulate me, 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 me. If he's anything good, he'll turn around and be like, hang on a second. What exact words did you just say? That's not what that means. <laughs> yeah. You using context against me. But I so Moraine and, and Swan, the Amelin, mm. have said to him outright, you are the dragon reborn. Yep. And he's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be so a full like, dragon. But then they, in order for them not to be lying, it's not really it has to be the universal truth. It's they have to believe it to be true. So they obviously believe yeah. that it's true. So they're not setting him up. No, of course not. 
if they believe they're not setting him up as a false dragon because they believe he's the real dragon. But yeah, he doesn't get it. He's a dummy. Yeah. So they use he uses the portal stone and he, he there's too much power and stuff. And then we get the flicker flicker. Yeah. That went on for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite a short chapter, and like half of it is the like. Flicker. Sorting out how to use the portal stone to start with. So he, basically everyone, like the whole crew, end up reliving or living different versions. Are you talking to your puppy? No, I'm saying flicker. Oh, okay. Flicker, 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 flicker. How many? I counted how many there were. Yeah, I made you count because I was like, that's how many worlds he's been to. Um, yeah. But basically um, it's uh, every potential choice he he or the others that are there could have made and how their mm. lives would have turned out based on that. And Rand dies every single time being a angry dickhead. Um, and, and there's a voice that says, I win again, lose therein. Yeah. <laughs> also, this throne was the last dragon, right? Yeah. So if they've done this a thousand times, a thousand times, why doesn't he mm. ever call him by maybe the first name he ever had? I don't know, maybe... Maybe lose therein is he's not the dragon reborn, he's the dragon, and Rand's the dragon reborn. So he's the first dragon ever. Yeah, we're not quite sure how all that works. But the way I think about it is that, um, and there's been some theories that because there's seven ages of the wheel, that there's in the second age, there's a dragon. And then he's reborn in the third age and then this happens. Mm. But then as the wheel turns, there's like a different soul that's a different dragon Mm. and they do a battle a different way. But like there's, yeah, but this is one soul and we know the soul has been Lutheran and has been um, Randall Thor. Mm. Or maybe gets reborn as a different person instead of Rand. world is too binary to have such flexibility. yeah. (laughs) I'm furious. Uh, yeah, because it's like a soul thing. Mm. Um, I think the TV show's setting up because they said that Lutheran was the dragon reborn in that in the um, in episode eight when we had yeah. that little prologue scene. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're setting it up as there's one soul that gets re- like reborn because it's times. a title, isn't it? Dragon. We don't really know. Boo. Like why Lutheran was the dragon. Mad about it. This is why I don't read Maybe the books. Maybe we find out. This is why you have to read them to me because I would just be like, ah, and leave the story. <laughs> I want to know all the answers already. Download no, it's, into it's, my head. It's, look, it's not about wanting to know the answers already. It's that the questions I have should have been answered in the building of the world. You've done too much world building for me to have this many questions. Maybe they get answered. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the flicker flicker the flicker flicker takes four months, and they land on Tome and Head. Well, they they don't experience four months. They experience... I reckon they experience like all the lives that they live take four months. Yeah, but it's but when they get to the other side, it's been four months in real time. Yeah. Yes. So it's like autumn and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So that was part one of Caitlin's thoughts of the Great Hunt. What do you think of her ships? Agree with them? Disagree? Uh, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod. You can also email us on isn't it neat pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. Thank you.